Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Archbishop Brooding Newspaper Podcast. My name is Stephen Rizzotto. I am the sports editor for the Crusader Newspaper. We are very excited to launch this new podcast. It's the start of something new for us. We'll come up with a better name soon. Um, in this episode, we talked to Associate Athletic Director Bob Green about Barry Bonds and his eligibility in the Baseball Hall of Fame and if he should be enshrined in Cooperstown. Uh, He is one of the great players in baseball history, and we'll see what uh, Mr. Green thinks about this. Uh, You could go ahead and follow us on Twitter at our underscore Crusader News and on Instagram at our Crusader News. And we also have a Facebook, which is also, can you guess it, our Crusader News. Please enjoy this episode. We are with Mr. Green, and we we're talking uh, about Barry Bonds and uh, his Hall of Fame uh, status right now. So first question for you, do you think that, because um, Barry Bonds, obviously one of the uh, great players in baseball statistically, and there's a bias against him that the uh, baseball writers of America have, do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame, and why? I personally do, as far as the why, that's a, a complex uh, question, obviously. But I think for me, what it boils down to is uh, baseball is a sport of eras. And usually when you're looking at Hall of Famers, I get that we have kind of these numbers that, that, that are kind of thresholds that you need to, to, to pass uh, to, to be an automatic Hall of Famer. But I think ultimately for me, it's a, you, you're judging a player in terms of the era that they played in because that's the only thing we can do. And so when I look at a Hall of Famer, I ask the question, were they a Hall of Famer? Uh, per se, amongst their peers in the era that they played in. So in certain eras in baseball history, uh, pitching dominated. Uh, does that mean that no hitter from that era should, or very few hitters should make the Hall of Fame? I, I, I'd argue no, because there, there's going to be guys amongst uh, the group that played at that time that put up great numbers relative to what they were dealing with at that time. Maybe, maybe the rules, uh, maybe the equipment, uh, whatever it may be. And so I think ultimately, you know, that. You, there's there's room for everyone in the context of were they a Hall of Famer amongst their peers. We know that uh, steroid use and, and PEDs were rampant, especially during the era that Bonds really put up astronomical numbers in the back part of his career. Uh, but we know he was the best of the best even amongst that group. So uh, therefore, to me, he's a Hall of Famer. We all have our favorite Barry Bonds moment. So what's yours? What's my favorite Barry Bonds moment? Well, ironically enough, for me, because I'm a little bit older, I'm 35, uh, I've got a bunch of great Barry Bonds moments that are actually back at the candlestick days. A lot of people have the, the memories of, of Bonds at AT&T Park, which was Pac Bell and SBC when he was there. Uh, I guess my number one, one Bonds moment would probably be when the Giants clinched the, the NL West uh, on the second to last day of the regular season, 1997. They beat the... the uh, the Padres, uh, to outlast the Dodgers in that pennant race and, and win the West. And just his reaction, the way he was with the team uh, after they won, and then ultimately jumping up on the, uh, the top of the dugout and hugging fans. Brian Johnson game, huh? Well, that was the Brian Johnson season. The Brian Johnson game was a little bit earlier, earlier. Uh, in, in that season. Now, should further steroid users, maybe ones that tested positive, should they be in the Hall of Fame? Again, I just think you, you judge guys based on, on what they did and, and relative to their peers. 
Uh, and I, that's to me what it comes, comes down to. There are PED users, there's suspected PED users who haven't tested positive. As you say, there's guys who have tested positive. Um, it seems like every guy that tests positive, though, never actually says they tested positive, right? Mm -hmm. There was just, or, or they never did anything necessarily, you know, egregious. They, they just, there was a mistake or uh, whatever. The bottom line to me is I think you just you judge a player um, based on, on the era. Uh, and you, you look at them, again, against their peers. And there were there were players that, that used PEDs that that were uh, that they had to, to compete against. There were pitchers that these hitters faced that used PEDs. So that to me is what it comes down to. Now one of the arguments pro bonds is that he was a Hall of Famer before his alleged steroid use in 1999. Do you think he was already a Hall of Famer before he his alleged first? Yeah, time? I mean bonds. Okay, let's just say Barry Bonds never uses PEDs one day in his. <clears throat> his life um is he all of famer the answer to that is yes mm -hmm. uh had he retired prior to the uh the the 1990 what would it have been 1999 season when it's alleged that you read like game of shadows when they think he started mm -hmm. do i think he's a hall of famer uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go yes uh so or, or it's 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 darn close right he's he's, he's right on the cusp so uh, it's a tricky argument um, had he literally just stopped playing after the 1998 season, remember his career wouldn't have been nearly as long. Mm -hmm. um, he still had put up good numbers. He had a, you know multiple MVPs at that point. I'm gonna say yes, but it would have been it would have been dicey. I, I look at it more in, in this way: had he never taken any PDs, maybe he'll play three or four more years after, and then you know kind of had the normal you know bell curve of a career. I think he he gets in right, just because. And the other part about it is. And this is the part I think is the most critical, is he was the best player in the 90s, even better than Griffey. That's the bottom line, in my view. And then the second thing is that Barry Bonds without PEDs was a much more complete baseball player. And so in that regard, he was very special. And, and actually, to his defense, you know, one of the arguments as to why a guy would use PEDs is that the game shifted once McGuire and Sosa started hitting all these home runs. The way that the public viewed the game and what they valued changed dramatically. Bonds had always been beloved by baseball fans uh, and, and really thought of in a high regard in terms of his play because we really valued the five-tool player and the concept of being able to do multiple things. And then seemingly overnight, all that changed. And then we really valued guys who could just hit the ball a long ways. So I get his frustration. I get why if you're him, you go... Hey, what the heck here? I've been the best player, you know, for, for a whole decade basically, and, and now I got guys coming around who aren't as good as me, who are cheating, and they're not all around great players, but you guys don't care about that anymore. Seemingly overnight, you don't care about that anymore. Next question. What do you think Hall of Fame or what do you think steroids actually do to help somebody? Because we know pitchers they get on the you know, they recover from injuries faster, position players too. What do you think they did? Or what, what do you think they do for players? <laughs> well, I mean, it's an interesting question for a guy like me. I'm just a sports fan and a guy who works in sports. I don't claim to know a, a ton about the science. I have read stuff. Like I read a, a piece by a, a guy who, who did some cycling, who did different, uh, like actually bicycle riding. And he actually did some, some research taking these different things. And he said one of, the, one of the PEDs he used, you know, actually he felt made him have better eyesight. Uh, at the end of the day, I think you touched on it there. You know, it helps with recovery, right? 
which is enormous in sports, especially sports where you're talking about having to play over six months and having to play 162 games. So they help with recovery, and they help with explosion. And that's why I've also always argued that, you know, when the, the, the testing came in to the minor leagues, there was a big thought that, well, this, this is a hitter's thing. This is a hitter's thing, power hitter's thing. Mm-hmm. And what we found in the testing uh, and who got in trouble was that it was actually a lot of pitchers, mm-hmm. which in hindsight makes a ton of sense because what is pitching? What, what's the key to pitching? It's recovery and explosion. Recovery and explosion. Can you be explosive? Can you max effort it? And can you recover? Mm-hmm. Right? If you're a reliever, can you throw multiple days in a row? Right? If you're a starter, can you come back and be just as fresh after a long outing the last time out? Well, if, if that's something that, that steroids help with, then then that's that's going to be hugely beneficial to pitchers. So to me, I've always kind of said that that's what I assume it kind of helps with. Uh, but again, I don't know the science behind it. I have heard the argument, oh, well, you know, steroids don't help you have better hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. They don't help you have this or have that. I go, well, okay. But they're called performance-enhancing drugs for a reason. And I also believe in this, too. I believe that when an athlete feels like they have an edge, then they have an edge. Mm-hmm. And when they don't feel like they have that edge, that affects them, too. So uh, that's another factor in all this. I've heard that argument a million times by, by pro bonds. People, oh, well, it doesn't help you hit home runs. Well, then why are people taking them? Okay, that's, they're called performance-enhancing drugs, not not do them so you might get in a lot of trouble, but it doesn't matter, drugs. So, last question here. Do you think the Hall of Fame is a museum? Because if they don't leave the, if they leave the steroid guys out like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, is it more of a fraternity than a museum, or is it kind of both? Well, I, I guess it depends on who you ask. I, I, I mean, it is a museum, I think, in its, its basic form. But in terms of, of what that means to be in that group, it's got the fraternity elements. I think, I think to us, it's a museum, mm-hmm. but to them, it's a fraternity. It's a both. And I don't think we can fully understand that if we're not on that mm-hmm. side, okay? Or we're not even in the discussion for being in that fraternity. Mm-hmm. So to, to regular folk like mm-hmm. you and me, it's always going to just be a museum. Um, and so I, I think it'd be disingenuous for me to say anything other than that because I couldn't possibly know or understand. I think ultimately the, the thing about the Hall of Fame that is important to remember is that it means different things to different people. And we have to be open to that and understand that and think about that when we're talking about it. But I just think, you know, it is a museum, but I think to those guys that are, that are in it, it's a fraternity, and you could tell because of the fact that you've got guys like Joe Morgan who spoke out against these guys getting in, and then you've got other guys like Willie Mays or even Willie McCovey who have said things to kind of support them and say, you know, let him in or let him in. Um, that speaks to that fraternity concept. These guys are in the group, but they feel compelled to speak out one way or another because it matters to them. Do you have any last things to add about Barry Bonds? Oh, no. I mean, Bonds was terrific, uh, he was amazing. And he was really special to this area, and he remains that way for, for a, a large contingent of, of fans. Um, I think he should be a Hall of Famer. I don't claim to know uh, ever, everything about you know, what he did or didn't do. Uh, but I know this. I know that he was the most dominant hitter that I've ever watched and in any era. Mm-hmm. And the most feared, without a question. And I watched him at times – 
take lineups or be part of lineups that frankly were were good but not amazing and make them really special because of his presence. And so that's very Hall of Famer-ish to me. And to be honest, I, the last thing I'll say about Bonds is I really, really loved the Barry Bonds before any possible PEDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that when I actually think about Bonds... Uh, for me now, as I'm in my mid-30s, that's actually what I think about. I think about the, the, the longer, leaner guy who would, was, was so, you know, so graceful, so capable, and did so many magical things on the field beyond just hitting the ball a long ways. Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. Anytime.